Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello, welcome to the Money Stepper Q&A podcast, question 21. What stops people from investing? So today's question comes from Monica. I've been trying to convince my cousins and other younger family members around me to start regular investment plans into an index fund, but it's like trying to talk to a brick wall. What do you think is the thing that people fear most about investing in the stock market? Well, good question, Monica, and it's something I've got quite a few ideas on and actually is part of the reason why I set up Money Stepper in the first place. So let's run through them. I think the most important factor is a lack of understanding. Now, before the past few years, there was never really much genuine independent education available for personal finance and investing. There's no part of the education syllabus at schools which covers personal finance, and there's nothing that concentrates on investing in the stock markets until at least university level, and only then if you take a degree which is hugely aligned with finance. Instead, all information provided to potential investors is essentially a sales pitch. It comes from the mutual funds and it comes from stockbrokers who want people to invest in a way which maximises their own profits rather than for the benefit of the investors themselves. Therefore, I think there's been a huge education gap over the years which has led to a lack of understanding or perhaps worse, a gross misunderstanding of investment principles. And this in turn, I think, breeds fear. Lack of education breeds fear. People are inherently frightened of the unknown. And this is no different when it comes to investing. The main information provided people either comes from these mutual fund managers we've mentioned, which is usually hugely overhyped positivity, or it comes from the media and conversations with others, friends and family, when the stock market crashes. See, people don't really talk about when the stock market goes up 10% as they expected it to, but when it goes down 40% in a year, they're very quick to tell everyone around them. It's the end of the world. So the majority of people actually only really think about the latter. They think about these times when they've heard the stock market falls 50% in a year, rather than having a proper grasp of the data and the understanding of those boring periods when the market increases, say, 5 to 15% in those ordinary years. So either they have that exposure to people talking about the worst times or they have information from mutual fund managers which actually makes them invest in ways that is, let's say, optimal for the mutual fund managers but not necessarily for the investors themselves. Now, a contributing factor to those two factors above is the mainstream media. Now, firstly, they're the ones who run the adverts for these mutual fund managers. But secondly, they increase and add to the fear around those times where markets aren't doing so well. Why? Because it sells newspapers, it gets people to read their websites. They use hugely emotive language and they report on only the real exceptions and they do so in such a sensationalist manner that it often instills fear into potential investors. And why do they do that? Because that's the kind of thing that sells newspapers. Now all of this I think leads to people generally being overwhelmed as well. 
So whereas in the past there was no real independent education, independent education, I feel, is getting better. But at the same time, it's just come with an increased amount of conflicting information for people. And they start to feel overwhelmed when it comes to starting their investing journey. For instance, because of what we said around the media and how things are promoted, they either see stocks that are performing very well or very badly. They see the media coverage of the story when the stock market as a whole is doing very well or very badly. And they basically get lots of conflicting information on the extremes of investing, the new hottest ways to invest or the investing disasters people have had. I'm sure if there was more information and people understood more about the concept of low-fee market tracking ETFs for the long term, there'd be a lot less fear caused by the overwhelmment that people have on their understanding of investing. And again, this is related to education, but the next point I think is there's an advice gap and a financial advice gap. You see, financial advisors exist, independent financial advisors, and they're more than happy to spend time advising their wealthy clients on the best route for them the best path to investing for them. And these financial advisors get appropriately compensated for that. But they're much less willing, generally, to provide education advice for people who are just starting out, the people who've got less money to invest, and the people who are living paycheck to paycheck. Now, this is where I think personal finance blogs and personal finance websites like Money Stepper come into their own. We can help independently educate people, but also create communities where people can get advice from others in a similar situation or people who have been there before and now are doing a little bit better but are happy to help to kind of pass on that information. And this is one of the key drivers for us creating the Money Stepper Savings Challenge and the related community and I think that's going well there. Equally, there's other sites, information sites. Reddit, I think, is particularly a good one where you can get useful information. You can ask questions and you can get responses. Now, clearly, you have to be careful to do your own research and you have to ignore biased and inaccurate advice. But I think these sites are becoming an increasingly useful resource for people trying to get advice on the beginner issues concerning personal finance and investing, which they couldn't really afford to get from an independent financial advisor at that stage. So they're all kind of negative reasons why people have a fear of investing or why people aren't investing. But I think it's important to remember there's reasons why people aren't investing, which are good reasons. Take, for example, someone who's saving a deposit for a house, which they intend to buy in a couple of years' time. Now, for them, putting the money into the stock market would not be the best idea because the stock market's a long-term investment and they need to protect that money in the short term. In your question, Monica, you say uh, younger family members... Your exact wording was, you're trying to convince your cousins and other younger family members to start investing. So maybe they have good reasons not to invest. Uh, Maybe they're still trying to put their emergency fund together. As we say, maybe they're putting that savings down for a house. Or maybe they've got uh, better opportunities elsewhere. For instance, they might be still in student debt. They're paying high interest on credit cards or on car loans or things like that. And for those people, it's better to focus on paying down that what what is effectively a fixed rate, especially if it's higher than the average returns from the market, than actually investing in the stock market. Equally, there may be better opportunities on the other end of the scale. People tend to invest in leveraged investment property where they can obtain a higher return on investment than investing in the stock market. Equally, they might be allocating more of their funds to support their own small business ventures, which return them a salary and indeed a better profit than investing in the markets. So generally, I think the most important factors, the most common factors are a lack of education and a worryingly high amount of miseducation most commonly supplied by the mainstream media and advertisement, which leads to people feeling overwhelmed 
and gives them a fear which stops them investing in the market or even worse, encourages them to invest in the wrong way. However, it's important to remember that some people aren't investing for the right reasons, including possibly better but maybe higher risk investment opportunities elsewhere. Now, I'd love to hear your opinions, especially if it's relevant to you. So if you've not invested in the stock market because of some of these reasons or in the past there was these fears that stopped you or those reasons that I haven't mentioned as to why you're not investing in the stock market or never have, then I would love to hear them. Get in touch. Leave a comment on the show notes this episode, which will be moneystepper.com forward slash question 21. I would love to hear from you. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.